0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we are going to finish up with the episode called Failure is an Option. This is part two. If you've not listened to part one, hop back an episode so you can catch up and you can meet us right where we're at. We're going to continue on with that. As usual, I'm giving away a bunch of free stuff, including a free hypnosis guide, my hypnosis for confidence download, and, um, I'll give you a couple, couple other treats along the way. The reason why there's a part two is because we failed to get it all done in part one. one. You have a brain like a chicken. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's crazy. Oh, good for you. (laughs) We'll be right back, folks. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from
0: the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States.
1: What is going on, my friends? It is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist, and we are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. Woohoo! We're talking about this episode, uh, just in case you missed the intro. It's, it's Failure is an Option, uh, but this is part two. So if you failed to watch part one, go back and do that, so you could be caught up with us.
0: And if you're a perfectionist, you'll <laughs> want to do that. And if, if you're a
1: perfectionist, you're probably not going to listen to me to this show for very long. But <laughs> but do it anyway because you'll feel you'll feel obligated to because you need to finish. You started it. Yeah, if you started it, you have to finish. Exactly. So I'm going to keep everybody on here. <laughs> We're in the podcast Detroit Detroit Studios in downtown Detroit. Yeah, at the, the Detroit Shipping Company. Yeah. In they're, the big D. Yeah. Uh Podcast Detroit, downtown Detroit
0: Shipping Company. It, you know what? This place is a, a whole bunch, like thirty-three different shipping yeah. containers, all fused into a great big meeting space. There's restaurants, yeah, there's, there's there's a bar. bar. Yep. Oh, yeah.
1: It's great cool stuff here. Yep. Uh and and I love you, Northville. I'm not gonna bash on you. because uh, we had our studios out there for a while. We did. And 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 it was a great location. I mean, it was a nice, it was a nice facility. Mm-hmm. Uh But it didn't. It didn't have this ambiance of people around. Like, because I mean, honestly, there 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 are tables right outside our studio where Mm -hmm. people just be sitting and having drinks, staring at you, staring at you while you're doing your podcast. I think that's great. I mean, I can look out the window here and see the skyline of downtown Detroit. You know, it's it's just a it's a cool place. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, if you're ever out and about, plug for Detroit Shipping Company. I don't know if they'll give us. Maybe they'll if they're listening. Maybe they'll bring something up for free. But. You
0: can always try. <laughs> I,
1: I got to find the manager again that I met the first time I was down here.
0: He's a good guy. Matt's a good guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, he is. Speaking of Matt, Matt Fox is here oh, with me. Yes, I am. As usual, uh, handling all my production needs. Uh, the best I can, yes. Yeah, that's that's good to know. Yeah, um, as long as I'm here. Yep. Oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you where you can find me, folks. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. You can find the podcast page on there with all of our episodes going all the way back to number one. Mm-hmm. We are on seventy. Oh, I didn't number it on my notes. Seventy four, really? Seventy five. Yeah, well, we've been like talking that. to that much. We have. We've been talking. God, a lot. I talk more to you than I talk to some of my kids. <laughs> I know. I feel like we spent a lot of time. <laughs> Great heavens, What kind of radio show is this? I. Well, I don't know. We're, we're, we probably don't want. We don't we want don't to know. know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, find me on social media, Facebook and YouTube at Motor City Hypnotist. And on Twitter and Instagram, both of those are Motor City Hypno. H y p n o. Awesome. And if you'd like to contribute financially to the show, you can find me on Patreon. Patreon's a creator site where you can kind of donate to a creator's um, whatever it is—songs, music, writing, Visions. podcast. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff on Patreon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of it I found, and and just because I'm, I spend. My, a little more time on YouTube than I should. Speaking of failures, how many times have you gone down that rabbit uh, hole? Oh my day? gosh! Yeah. Oh, it's it's crazy. I I feel like a, a teenage gamer sometimes, <laughs> you know. But but it's just like even like a, I'll find a reaction video, and and there, it's really weird that there's there's this there's this um there's this like human compulsion from a lot of people to see other people react to something you enjoy. Yeah. And I just, I, 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 again, in your face and YouTube, they track, they track all your activity, So they, they'll suggest things on your front page when you pull it up. Mm-hmm. So last night, I'm serious. I was like, I was pretty much, I had, I had an opening between my second to last and my last client about mm-hmm. an hour. So I just went in and I was doing some work and I've just pulled up YouTube real quick. And there was this guy who'd never watched silence of the lambs Ooh. and he was reacting to it. And I'm like, oh, I got to see his reaction because there's so many parts. I just want to see how he reacts to this. And it's just, it's for me. I don't know why. It's just like, I, I just, I want I to see what the reaction is. Mm-hmm. Was, I don't know. I get, I get hooked well, into crazy well, stuff. What was his reaction? Uh, well, a lot of it was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> or or it's just like, this is just effing creepy. Yeah. Was that the dancing scene? Yeah. yeah oh yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to
0: see it. Well, you didn't. That's the thing. <laughs> right. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Great Odin's raven <raising> <laughs> you know it's funny that you mentioned you know people watching people have reactions yes yeah. my my wife shared a video of these two young ladies these two Korean ladies and they're yeah. and they're very well spoken they're a lot of fun to watch yeah and they're watching US commercials.
1: Oh, and I've seen we, those yeah. too. Like like foreigners reacting to U.S. stuff. It's right, like They right. do commercials. They there do his, food. They're so funny yes. to look, to watch them. And they I, put, I know who you're talking yeah. about.
0: Yeah. We were just watching those uh, those two last night react to you know you United States U.S. commercials or whatever. Mm-hmm. You. you. know the Old Spice commercials that they're watching. Like they they're like that's
1: brilliant marketing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at that guy. Uh, <laughs> so I don't I don't know how I got off on the YouTube tangent, but. Um, <laughs> oh we're talking about creators we're on patreon yeah finally see we don't go on when we go on tangents folks we do it right we don't fail (laughs) i
0: like this in the background
1: what the fuck is it yeah i don't know i know it's way in the background on that one so yeah find me on patreon you can donate you can get cool stuff like this Mm t-shirt and uh coffee mug and um yeah help the channel out still looking for it and wherever you're listening this is the most important thing whether it be on iTunes shop of Shopify Spotify <laughs> little shop of horrors I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't sure. know I don't know what I'm saying do it live, do it live. <laughs> fucking thing. <laughs> like, see, we subscribe. said that, we said that last yeah. episode. Yeah. We, we're not, we don't edit. We, we're we just, don't. We're, we're just, it's just raw. You get what you get. But so. I believe
0: you were going to ask your folks to yes. like and subscribe. Like, and, at least like, and comments.
1: subscribe. Yeah. Um, please do that. That would help me more than anything. And uh, it just helps promote the show and get the word out. That would be super helpful. So I would appreciate that very much. Cool. It's that time. Time. Is done. so i guess we're gonna stay on the animal thing okay i, I, I don't like i said we, we do a lot of I, I, animal stories they mm-hmm. th- there are a lot of good ones and i think that's why i find so many because it's not it's not impossible to find good news stories but it's not easy either no um there there are three or four sites that i frequent to look for a lot of these stories that we do for winter of the week mm. and sometimes it's it's just like uh, I, I, I'm just trying to think of something just inane, like man, grows cactus in basement, you know, <laughs> that's not a and cactus. It, yeah. It uh, <laughs> just, but sometimes they're just like, just, they're, they're like trying too hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not a cactus. That's uh, a moth. I ain't listening to you no more. <laughs> right. That's a moth. He's making a suit out of skin. <laughs> uh, so this one, and, and this is really cool because, because it, it's, um, it's kind of a medical story, but it has to do with with dogs. Mm. Um, so, so the the um, I'll, get, I'll give you the title of the article, and I will read a little bit about it. Please. Pioneering arthritis treatment for dogs is rolled out, and vets call it groundbreaking. Huh? A world first arthritis treatment for dogs is being rolled out, uh, and the vets are hailing it as groundbreaking. The new biological therapy involves the synthesis of antibody antibody molecules to eradicate pain caused by arthritis. Hmm. The antibodies have been manufactured in the USA by Zytus, the largest global animal health company. And um, Hmm. I guess they're going to release it in Scotland first. I'm not sure why, but they say Scotland's dogs will be the first country to benefit with eight veterinary clinics across the country distributing the treatments. Wow. And they give an example. Uh, Apex Vets near Falkirk is one of those clinics, and 13-year-old Cocker Spaniel, Chloe, was recently brought in for treatment. The pooch suffered for nearly 10 years with dysplasia in her hind legs and front elbow, which later developed into arthritis. Hmm. The medicines available caused liver damage. The Cocker Spaniel? Most of those those medications. So the, the owner, Chloe's owner said, with this treatment, it, it will be a godsend, not just for Chloe, but for other dogs living with ar- arthritis too. Um, so yeah, and it, the, the doctor, one of, one of the, or the co-director of Apex Vets said, the new treatment feels like the next big leap in science for dogs. I hope so. Yeah. It's just, just a great thing because yeah. I mean, and honestly, we are just talking about my dog who just got his cone off today, by the way, if mm-hmm. you didn't hear that last episode, mm-hmm. uh, but you think about your dogs and, and uh, you know, be pessimistic or, or downer, but, you know, they they have a limited lifespan, yeah. as do humans, but ours are much longer than mm-hmm. theirs are. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if, if they can live, you know, 12, 14, 16 years and, and well, you want all of those to be quality years for the dog. Yeah. Because um, nobody has to, you know. And that's the thing. You are their entire life. Right. Yes. You might You're, have three or four pets throughout your lifetime, yep. but you, you are their entire yep. life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're the only person they will ever have. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, so yeah, I, I just found it very fascinating and a very, and a cool story for the, and, and I don't, I have no idea when this is being released in the United States. This article okay. just came out on the 15th, which was four days ago. Oh, wow. Okay. So those of you in the, those of you in the U.S., if you're in, in the United States, you might want to check with your vets and ask about it mm-hmm. because, uh, if your dog has, uh, Arthritis, mm-hmm. it might be a great treatment and option.
0: You had mentioned it's for a kind. Co- it's a cocker spaniel, thirteen year old cocker spaniel. Yeah, uh, dysplasia, hip dysplasia, arthritis is mm-hmm. really seen a lot more in the in the larger dog breeds. Yes,
1: typically right. like the labs and the right. retrievers. Yeah, right. Right. Mm-hmm. In the, in the yeah yeah yeah.
0: The German shepherds. That's what I was looking. Oh, for. Oh, shepherds, also. Yep. Yes, right. But yeah, because they they develop it a lot quicker and a lot sooner than the smaller uh, species. Uh huh. So. But everyone every every pet is different.
1: So. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely so yeah, ask about that. The the link to the story will be in the show notes. So take a look there and you can mm-hmm. kind of follow up on this. But I thought it was just a really cool story. That I I hope great. it I hope it helps dogs and they can uh live without the pain of arthritis. I wonder what it'd do for cats eventually. I you know I'm a cat. Because they talk about synthesis of antibody molecules, ah, sure. I'm sure it's, it's 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 probably very physiologically geared towards dogs. All right. That's I fair. would think. I'm I'm no scientist.
0: I love my puppies. I love my cat. Oh, so, good for
1: you. <laughs> yes, so do. I do too. Yeah, I I love my dog too. So if I can get him some 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 help, yeah, some help. So yeah, um, Zaitus Z o e i t u s Global Animal Health Company. You're our winner of the week. Cool. Yes, it is. Taking care of the animals. We are. I like the animals. That's mm-hmm. why we have a lot of animal stories here. Um, I mean, if I didn't like animals, I wouldn't be, uh, <laughs> you know, doing so much stories on them. Right. But It's quite yeah. pungent. It stings. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. It depends on your animal. Yeah. So I I don't want you to fail because, mm-hmm.
0: you mm-hmm. know, failure is an option, but I don't want you failure to fail. Failure is an option. But I don't want you to fail. Yes. So
1: where are we starting for? We're starting off. We are talking about perfectionists, and we are answering the questions. And I gave you through – I'm just going to rifle through the ones that we went through last episode. Please. Just to catch you up
0: uh-huh.
1: um, so you know where we left off. And, and definitely go back and listen to that one um, so that you can be on the same page mm-hmm. literally as I'm looking through my notes. <laughs> so perfectionists, uh, all or nothing thinking, mm-hmm. highly critical, mm-hmm. pushed by fear, mm-hmm unrealistic standards, hmm. focused on results more. And, and that one, I just, I'll just i just drop in a little explanation because people would say, well, why wouldn't you want to focus on results? Uh-huh. I think you could, but the problem there is when, when you're focused on the results and, and you don't enjoy the journey, mm-hmm. the result is the most important thing. right? And you miss out on all the things it takes to get there and how rewarding that can be. Everything you just mentioned, you know what that reminds me of? Date night. <laughs> yeah, that's true are you about? <laughs> yeah Noah, you're right it's like all it's all the steps to get there yeah uh-huh. right it's, it's the whole thing right so let's 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 continue our list to let you know if you're a perfectionist and if you're listening you're probably cringing because something probably is not right for you uh the next thing depressed by unmet goals mm. so Perfectionists in general are, are much less happy and easygoing than their high achievers. And the high achievers are, are, are the people that it's the, kind of the ideal. You have, you have a drive and you want to achieve highly, but you're, you, you don't hold yourself to, to the level of perfection. Hmm. Um, while high achievers can bounce back easily from disappointment, perfectionists tend to beat themselves up and wallow in negative feelings whenever their high expectations are not met. wow! So they're highly critical that they feel a lot of perfections. I work with in the office. Um, they're so down on themselves. Mm-hmm. They're so like self-critical and, and um, beat themselves. Yeah. Up they beat themselves up constantly. And, yeah. and I will say in fairness, a lot of, a lot of individuals who have that view of themselves, it's come from somewhere. It, it, it's, and I'm not going to say always, but a lot of times it could come from an abusive childhood where, where you never got approval from parents or mm-hmm. one of the parents. It could have come from conflict at school growing up where maybe you were, you know, the kid that was made fun of all the time and, right. and just didn't have a good self-esteem. That was me. Yeah. I, I went through, I went through that for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, probably. Yeah. 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 I did. Yeah. That, that, it was, it wasn't constant, but thank God, but, uh, Right, I, I got I mean, picked on. Quite unfortunately, a bit. it was always you know. There's always somebody under you, which I hate to be the the kid on the bottom of the pool. But uh, right. you know, it's it's unfortunate. But yeah, but a lot of times we we develop these these self sabotaging or, or self defeatist feelings and in, and in, in thoughts when we're very young.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so yeah, you're depressed when your goals are not met, and you and that you get stuck there. Um, fear of failure. This is a big one. Um, And I think we all kind of hold to this somewhat. There are, I don't know. I, 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 am not going to guess on the number, but, but like hundreds of hundreds of, is is that millions now podcasts out there? Oh, there's, there, there are, there are, uh, I saw the number and it's, it's just like, yeah, there's a lot like couple hundred million or something. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it's tons. So especially over the past year and a half. Yes, absolutely. Since I started. Yeah. <laughs> Sons of...
0: <laughs> Hey, you started a trend there, Dave. <laughs> what the
1: fuck are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. I guess we just started a trend, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, the, but it's that fear of failure that prevents so many people from doing it, doing something. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason I brought the podcast up is honestly, in the big picture, and this is, this is a good example. I could hold my, I could be, if, if I were, if I were an ultimate perfectionist, I would record every one of these, go back, listen to it like 30 times, edit out every uh, um Maybe. mistake. I would make sure – every and if it wasn't right, I'd redo it, and then I would have to release it, and I'd be following it. And if it didn't have a specific amount of listens, that would yeah. be the – I mean, think of think of the stress and anxiety in and living like that and, and having those types of expectations for things. Some shows you. would
0: actually be as long as the edited version of Blazing Saddles.
1: <laughs> Which is what? Two minutes? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <Yeah. Always. gasps> oh, great. Odin's Raven. Yeah, I, I would play. I would play a drop from uh, Blazing Saddles, but I can't find nothing. Oh. I can't put anything out from there on here. Uh-uh. Yeah, uh-uh. yes yeah you're right yeah yeah yeah, i I can't even i can't even reference anything we're done we're done with that one that's about as close as a reference as you can get absolutely so fear of failure is a big one uh procrastination believe it or not Mm. so that seems to go contradictive to what a perfectionist might want to do because they would say i want it to be perfect and if you think it's perfect you probably wouldn't procrastinate the problem is the the Again, it seems like a paradox, but the problem is if you're a perfectionist, you're probably more apt to procrastinate because things have to be perfect for you to make a move. Right? Things have to be exactly right for you to be able to to make it happen. Mm -hmm. So so that's the whole point of it. Being a perfectionist, you probably have more procrastination than anybody else would Mm. because things are never going to be perfect enough for you to move forward. Nope will even Never. start. No, no, you will you, be stuck, and, and we call we call this that that um, oh, I'm I'm forgetting the, the t- term for it. Uh, um, you're frozen. You're, <laughs> oh. you're 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 frozen with fear. You can't take action. Huh? There's a term for it, and it's just, I, it just just went I'm, out of my mind. So I'm you going know, through my crazy. Rolodex
0: in my head, trying to think of the word. Uh, ah, yeah, okay. like yeah, I do. Yeah, sometimes, yeah. sometimes
1: I do have a brain like a chicken. Uh, so that's crazy. But yeah, procrastination, and the problem is when you procrastinate, you're just—it's—it's it's, again, it's much more likely now that you're not that you're going to fail at whatever you're doing mm. because here's what happens with procrastination, and I can go back to school. Oh God, I can tell you how many all-nighters I pulled to finish a paper, study for an exam, mm-hmm. or. All of the things I I, I can th- I distinctly remember we we used to we'd have a pot of coffee on and we'd have um, I don't even if they sell these anymore no dose they're no caffeine pills caffeine I, not yep. not that I've seen I I don't I've never seen I haven't seen them in a long time and I went to school a long time ago so uh, it's legal speed uh, it's it, yeah pretty <laughs> much it, they're just caffeine pills mm-hmm. and we would do coffee and take those and we would stay up all night we 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 would just plan on it and and.
0: Got your six I, pack of Jolt Cola over I, I mean, there as well. Yeah, I just got
1: soda and <laughs> coffee, and and you just and and bec- and the reason you'd have to do this because you waited till the last night to start on a like a twenty page paper. Right. Yeah, don't do that. Or to study for a final exam. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. It's it's it makes things worse. And 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 we go back um, mm-hmm. one of the podcasts. And I think it was on procrastination. We we did a specific podcast on that. Go mm-hmm. back and find that one. Um, that was a good 20, 25 episodes ago, but look for it. It's on, the, it's on my website and it's also on all the other all the podcast providers if you mm-hmm. scroll back. Procrastination happens because you put things off until you're forced to do it mm-hmm. instead of choosing to take control and, and working on it ahead of time because mm-hmm. you know, logically, in your mind, you know it's going to be easier to do it ahead of time even if you do a little bit each day leading up to that big project. Um, but, some of us just wait until we're forced into it and feel like we work better under pressure. Hmm. That's another another thing that happens. Interesting. Perfectionists will say I work better under pressure. That's why I wait till the last minute. Right. You're
0: but not gonna but not, you're not going to get the result.
1: You're not going to get the result that you no, want. No, exactly. And that's that's the whole that's that whole paradox. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get that perfect perfect result you want that you're shooting for anyway. Hmm. So um <laughs> this is a funny one. Uh-huh. Defensiveness. <laughs> what do you mean? No. <laughs> Don't shut me up. No, yeah, I'm going to shut you up. It's yeah. defensiveness. Why 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 why? No, I'm not like that. They they tend to take constructive criticism very personally and get very defensive. But why? <laughs> and your high achievers will Appreciate it. They'll appreciate that constructive criticism. They'll use it. I thrive. They'll, they'll on use it. it to be better.
0: Mm-hmm. I thrive on constructive criticism. Because, that, that's a huge yeah.
1: difference with with the with the perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Perfectionist does not want any criticism whatsoever.
0: <laughs> I thrive. I my, my boss, my team lead, whoever's ever been my mm-hmm. team lead, yep. every single one of them. I appreciate your ability for constructive criticism. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, cause you, yep. you take it and then you run with it and mm-hmm. you make it your own, you make your own changes. I, right. We don't have to do
1: anything. Yeah. Uh, just
0: one of the things I pride myself on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's a great thing to, to be able to accept it and, and not have, it's not personal to you. Mm. Um, and finally uh. your perfectionists tend to have low self-esteem. Oh yeah. And we hit on that when we were talking about the category of, so as I flip my page back over, um, the depressed part? Fear of failure, Feel- being de- depressed by unmet yeah. goals, yes. Yep. Uh, but again, low self-esteem fits in there because, again, you probably are not happy with yourself because you never, you never meet your goals. Nope. If you're a perfectionist, you're never going to do anything because you'll never meet the goal. So you might as well just say, I'm going to fail every time I do something. That's right. kind of what, what it boils down to. Right. But failure is an option. But failure is an option. That's why that that's what this episode is about. Yeah. Failure is an option. <laughs> Always. So I'm going to give you some strategies to deal with perfectionism. If 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 you if and and it's this is not like a black or white yes or no thing. It's it's not like you are a perfection perfectionist or you're not a perfectionist. Mm-hmm. We may some of us may lean one way or another. You're kind of in the spectrum somewhere. Um, so if if you feel like you're more or or maybe you really are one of those perfectionists that's all in and you know it. Um, the first thing is set realistic attainable goals. Smart goals. Um, smart goals, like we mentioned last episode. Specific, um, specific, measurable, measurable attainable, attainable, realistic, realistic, time bound, time mm-hmm. bound. And it, because if if you set these unrealistic goals, you, you don't have a chance of getting there. Um, you know, I if you want to play guitar, you're not going to sit down in one day and play like Jimi Hendrix. It's an unrealistic goal. Uh, yeah.
0: Unless, yeah. uh, unless you were born to do it. Well, I
1: mean, unless you're some some prodigy of, <laughs> of some type, you know, like, like, you know. But <gasps> oh, great Odin's raven! But but I mean that's an example of. Of course, that that takes practice. It takes years of practice and, and effort and input. So mm-hmm. so again, make it make your set realistic, attainable goals. Got it. Um, break up overwhelming tasks into small steps. Mm-hmm. I'll go back, I'll go back to music because I just used the guitar example. Typically, when somebody playing a guitar learns a song, now people can do it quicker than others, but the best way to learn it is you learn it note by note, right? Measure by measure. Mm-hmm. You do it until you get it down and then you add to it in chunks until you string it all together. Mm-hmm. It's step by step learning. You do one part until you have it down, you move on to the next part, and they're small, attainable chunks. Yep. And, and that just makes it easier. Um, focus on one activity or task at a time. Don't overwhelm yourself with 50 different things from different areas because right. you're just going to get spread too thin and then you're not going to get anything done. It's like cleaning your basement. You're not yes. going to get it all done. No, you know, that, Start in like, a corner. <laughs> believe me, I've, that, this is a specific issue with a lot of clients, Matt, like cleaning a room or cleaning their basement or mm-hmm. their garage. hmm and they'll say, "Well, it's too much." And I'm like, "Yeah, it is too much. You're not going to do this in one sitting." Right. So my goal for you, and I'll tell them, I'll look right at them. I'm like, "When you come in next week, I want you to just tell me one item that you removed." Right. That's all I want you to do. I don't want you to do more than that. What's the What's the next one? Um, the next one is realize that mistakes present learning opportunities. Perfect. This one, I, 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 and I'll use a baseball example on this one. And for those of you who are not sports fans, bear with me.
0: Okay.
1: When you come, if you've played baseball, you know what baseball is: the pitcher and the batter. Batter's trying to, the pitcher's throwing the ball. The batter's trying to hit it. Mm-hmm. So, I, I've I've used this example in other areas. But say a guy goes up there, and, and my coach, I remember in high school, he used to say, "Listen." Especially in the in the beginning of the game, he would say nobody swings on the first pitch. Right. You tell us. Right. I don't care if it's I don't care if it's down the middle. You let it go. Mm-hmm. He was adamant about this because he wanted us to see. He wanted us to learn how the pitcher's throwing. Mm-hmm. And I could go up there and swing first pitch, get a hit, mm-hmm. and and somebody would say, "Oh, that's successful. you you've arrived." I did, but it wasn't out of anything. It, it, it was more. It could have been a lot of it could have been luck. Fair. I chose that pitch to swing at. I hit it. Now, would it have been a better or would I have learned more had I stood up there and took five, six, seven pitches, mm-hmm. follow a couple off, see a couple that are out of the zone, right. see what pattern he's using, see his watch him and see where his release is. See, you're you're gaining information. And even if I struck out at that point, now I have eight or nine pitches of information in my head for the next step at. Right fair it, like it's it. just it's just these mistakes or failures can be learning opportunities got it and the the bottom one this is this is probably the best one of them all confront your fear of failure by remaining realistic about the outcomes this is the question what's the worst thing that could possibly happen if you fail what's the worst thing that could possibly happen <laughs> nothing in I guarantee you, 99 times out of 100, or 9, 999 times out of 1,000, it's nothing that is life threatening nope. or that's going to alter your existence in any way. Nope. I, and I say this to clients I say, listen, you just, what's the worst thing that could happen? And when they say, yeah, I guess you're right.
0: Yeah. Right so, on.
1: folks, we are we're all set on that. Well done. Failure is an option.
0: Always. If you fail, it's still a success because you'll learn from it. Absolutely. There you go.
1: Yep. All right, folks. Change your thinking. Change your life. <laughs> Laugh hard. Run fast. Be kind. We will see you next time.